what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Two. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. Hello and welcome to Broken But Glorious on BBGWrestling.com. I'm Chris Laff and I'm delighted to be joined in the line by the host of the What Do You Call It podcast, George Booker. How are you doing, Stephen and George? I'm doing very well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm glad to be uh, replacing your uh, host, Lance. <laughs> yeah, you guys are joining me. Yeah. Nick is off gallivanting around America. Lance is going to Belgium to wrestle. So, yes. So I, th- I think we've found a more than adequate replacement in George. <laughs> so George is here no, to review. I do, I do appreciate everyone, mate. But Lance is going to Belgium. Yeah, wink, wink. <laughs> or we deep down know he didn't want to come on for this review because he know I'd rip the piss out of him. <laughs> Man, you know, it'd have been this season. But you know, just the last few weeks. <laughs> but it's been great at the same time because Lance was ripping me about Arsenal. So, yeah, <laughs> karma, man. Karma. But, but, yeah, how are you, Chris? I'm good. Yeah. So, I'd say, I've got, I've got a bit of a sore throat, so I will try and cut out any coughs or... <clears throat> or anything like that. <laughs> I've, uh, yeah, I've been I've been working from home the last. I love you say that. I will try and cut out <coughs> costs. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> All right, so full gear was last Saturday. I thought I do have some issues with the show, but overall, I thought it was very good. But, um, so we'll start with Darby Allen versus MJF. This was a great opener. I think this showed why these two are considered two of the four pillars of AEW, and AEW are doing great things with the younger wrestlers compared to what WWE are doing. I agree. I thought it was an excellent match, mm-hmm. uh, probably the second best match of the night, to be honest. Um, we'll yes. We'll discuss what was my favourite match of the night later on. Um, but it was brilliant from start to finish. Uh, I love the finish itself. Mm-hmm. Um, it, sort of, it leaves room for a rematch, but I think the match itself, just as you said, it did show that, I mean, both men, they're still in their 20s, Yes, I think they're yeah. so good. They are. MJF's 25, so, I think. I think MJF's 25, I think Darby's yeah. 27, 28. Wow. They're superb, honestly. I just thought the match was brilliant. Uh, I was a bit worried we was going to get a rundown or some. I mean, obviously, uh, Wardlow and Sean Spear do come out briefly, mm-hmm. but Sting stops him. I was like, thank God. <laughs> yeah, I know our prediction show last week was like, oh, we don't know. I'd come pick who's going to lose. So I was going to say, oh, it's going to be a. Having a, kind of a WWE head on, Wardlow is going to pass the ring and it's going to go wrong and he's going to get pulled up. That's, that'll start mm-hmm. the, Ward, the break up of Wardlow and MJF. But yeah, I loved it. I, I loved it how, how it was. It, was a, it wasn't like hardcore like Darby Allen's been in. He wrestled proper match and mm-hmm. I loved it. He's such a great wrestler. But it's kind of brought out of the side versatile, man. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't just do hardcore matches. He can wrestle, he can tell stories. He's so good with his stuff, like he's selling as well. I don't think he gets enough love for that. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah look, I love that in the middle when MJF just is doing everything, he just couldn't pin him. So then he went and got the um, skateboard and was trying to get Darby to hit him with it. And then Darby's mm. like, nah, I won't beat you properly. 
Yeah. I just, oh. It was just brilliant. Like, I just think there's one spot, I don't know why I loved it, um, MJF's outside. You know, like when Messers do a dive and yes. you see the camera and they're just waiting there. MJF's talking, I think he's giving the beast to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. Whilst he's, you know, deep, like secretly waiting for a dive to come through, but the camera works brilliant. MJF's brilliant. Doesn't look at all and Darby Allen coming in and that dive, fucking hell, looks amazing. Just fantastic match overall. Yeah, the storytelling was brilliant. I think if they, if you saw a highlight package of this match, you might think it was a bit of a spot fest, but I think everything sto- everything happened for a reason. Yeah, and it yeah. had a great flow to it. But yeah, and I, I love the ending. I've had I've heard some people who didn't like the ending. They think the the ring thing's been played out. They punches people, but he said at the beginning, "I'm going to beat you with a headlock takedown or whatever it was," and he did. So in NJF's mind, he's done what he said he was going to do. It's just proper body. <laughs> One thing I actually really like what they have done with MJF. Not necessarily the feud of Jericho. I really didn't. I was sort of done with that halfway through, but it was actually. It's the fact that MJF barely wrestles. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I think they have to show it. TV every week. I think they have to show his like AEW record. They think they showed everybody else's 2020 world record, but he showed his AEW record because he hasn't wrestled that much over the two years. I think it was only like I think it's less than 30 matches he's had over the two years. But he feels like an attraction. Mm. Yeah, I think it's good to do it with someone his age as well. I think they have done they've done a very good job with presenting. Despite him losing like against Moxley and losing against Jericho, he is still a big deal, and he is the future of AEW. Yeah, I think they, I think they did. Yeah, they both showed why they considered foot two of the four pillars. Mm, mm. Uh, next, we have the AEW Tag Team Championship: Lucha Bros versus. Uh, FTR, still won't call him Revival. <laughs> um, I enjoyed this match. I wasn't a huge fan at the end, and I think I've heard that um, AAA didn't want their champions to lose like properly clean, so that's why they had to come up with this bit of a funny ending to it. But yeah, I, I, I did really enjoy this match. <laughs> I thought it was a good match. I, mm. ju- I just didn't like the ending. I mean, if no. it is to protect AAA, then why not just have FTR win, maybe, and then they can lose another time. So they could have lost the AAA tag team belts in Mexico or whatever. But the match itself, up until the finish, was very good. I think yeah. FTR are one of the best tag teams in all of wrestling right now. Yeah, I, I think I think the, these teams could have better matches as well. I think that this there's, there's another gear they could go into. Yeah, I don't think they'll, I mean, the they'll hold it. In my opinion, the yeah, finish. Yeah. Did, I just didn't it, like the finish. It yeah, it was just. I just thought it was a really bad finish. I was like. Oh, this is getting good now. Really good. Especially when Phoenix does the Eddie Guerrero tribute. That was brilliant. Yes. And then just the finish was just really flat, in my opinion. And just sort of, hmm, okay, fine. Yeah, I think that was, wasn't there a spot where the, the he hit a frog splash? I said, that should have been the finish. But then. Yeah, crowd it mental for that. Mm. But yeah, there's people saying that Jericho wanted to use this frog splash in his match. Which we'll get into later. That's why they couldn't finish on that. <laughs> so, well, I'm not going to comment. <laughs> I'm told another five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> well, title number one contender eliminated tournament finals. Miro versus Brian Danielson. Not Daniel Brian Jr. He kept calling. <laughs> to be fair, mate, I still call him Daniel Brian. Yeah, it's like a bad habit. I can't change. Well, we've been tournament and Daniel Bryan for like he come in like 2000 what, in 2010 10 years, pretty much over 10 years he's been mm. known as Daniel Bryan on national mm. television it's yes. going to be hard to change that yeah so it's only, it's only it took me a while to stop calling John Moxley the Ambrose so it's just, 
Yeah, it's just going to Eventually, it'll just become second. It will happen. It will happen eventually. Yeah. Or I'll just call him Daniel Bryanson like my son does forever. So. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the wrong person won this. I would have thought. I agree. I, I, Thank you. It's good, that. I think the story has been building up. I don't see the point why put Nero in the tournament if he was going to lose in the final. Mm. Like, why didn't he just give um, Orange Cassidy a bye if he's going to lose anyway? I just have to do this, do this fan, fans, fans, a dream match between Orange Cassidy and Daniel Bryan in the final. But I just think, yeah, I think the whole match of Miro was overpowering Bryan's whole match. Bryan was giving him everything, but he wasn't hurting him. And then Miro can go home and have I, sex I with I like the match. So I've enjoyed and the match. I, I thought it was a good match, but it's not my favourite Daniel Bryan match uh, in AEW. Um, I just, I thought Miro should have won as well. And it's, it, it's a bit hit and miss because I've seen people say, but can Daniel Bryan really afford to lose in AEW already? But it's like, if it's done well, yes. Mm-hmm. And I did like the fact that Miro was basically lost um, to a submission. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it could have done without that because I think they've managed to sort of rectify the first like eight months of Miro's shitty run, the sort of um, game of... The best, best friend. Well, it was Chuck Taylor, and... That's, <laughs> Kip, Kip Sabian. Yeah, Kip What's Sabian's... His name, his name again? That's Kip, the one. Kip Sabian's best man. That's weird. <sighs> I mean, that nearly finished him, but, you know, God's favourite champion. And I, I really oh. liked him as a um, TNT champion. I really did, but I, I wanted to see, because of uh, because of how the main event ended, I just think we would have had a better, you know, few months mm. with... Hangman Page against a proper hill. I think Hangman Page versus Miro would have been a good filler feud. And then have Daniel yeah, Bryan at... Yeah, like um, a month or two. In, oh, to, in February's pay-per-view. Was Revelation? Revolution? Revolution, yeah. Yeah. But now we're just going to have... It sounds like it's going to be the first show on TBS. They're going to have Daniel Bryan versus Hangman Page as the, as the main event. I'm calling him Daniel Bryan now. <laughs> And you're gonna get some listeners that are just gonna be like, I'm fucking going off and be no respect wrestling. Well, yeah. because I called him Daniel Bryan. Fuck mm. off. Yeah. <laughs> well, can't no, have, I, Daniel Bryan's worried. not gonna win, is he? So, so he's gonna lose there, right? I'm so, I'm so worried, right? And I, I really don't think they're gonna be this stupid, but to turn Daniel Bryan Hill already, and this isn't to say Daniel Bryan isn't gonna be a, a good Hill. Mm-hmm. Daniel Bryan can be a fantastic Hill he wants to be. That's not the point. He is so over right now. He yes. is genuinely the top in the top three baby faces of the entire company. Mm-hmm. Gets enormous reactions every time he comes out. His matches are fantastic. Every match he's had has probably been like if I have to do like the Dave Meltzer rating, probably like four star higher. But like I just I've got this in the back of mind. They're gonna turn him hill and go through the Dark Order and we just get like Dark Order with Paige and Brian and Oh, it just sounds like it's going to be a bit of a mess because I just don't really like that all that much, but it's like... They're growing on me. Yeah. I, I like them as comedy good faces. I don't really like them as serious heels. So, <laughs> I, think, I like them as like... Yeah, I like Hangman's mates. and Grayson as a tag team. I don't mind them. Silver's okay in the odd spot, but everyone else I just don't care for. Like, I just... I mean, Anna Jay, yeah, she's very attractive, but her in-ring work is not very good. She's really, really green. Yes. Yeah. If they were going to turn... Daniel Bryan Hale, I'd like him and CM Punk to do like a two-man power trip tag team. And try, that, that's what if they want to do something, do something that silly and that out there, that something dead fancy. Interesting. 
<laughs> I get them to win. Because like, Punk's like an amazing talker, but mm. Daniel Bryan's really good at promos, right? That's one of his sort of un- like unappreciated skills. Yeah, yeah, he got probably 2010 to 2012. He wasn't brilliant on the mic, but once he found his voice, when he decided to know and that team hell no stuff. Yeah, I mean, he was hanging out the Bellas for months, and just, yes, yeah, that was <laughs> Man, you can you imagine like the, like the Ring of Honor like, purists and diehards just watching that and like, <laughs> you fooled me! <laughs> Chucking their Cheetos in the TV screen. No! <laughs> this isn't pure! No. <laughs> uh, good times, good times. Yeah, next, ma- next match was fun. This is a six man. This was, this was full counts anyway. It wasn't Street Face. So Super Click and Young Bucks and Adam Cole. I love the matching pink gear. I thought it was amazing. <laughs> like proper novels. <laughs> I know. Especially Nick. He is just, he is enjoying the fuck out of being a hero right now. Nick mm. Jackson. Oh, yeah. I love that dude. Yeah. Dyed the mustaches purple. Beard. Purple. Yeah. Purple Jesus, pink. You're enjoying this a bit too much now. Yeah. Against Jungle Boy, Christian and Luchasaurus. This was a surprising result. So I was convinced the Super Click were going to win this. Get Adam Cole. It seems strange for him to get a loss so early. So he wasn't pinned, though. He wasn't pinned, but it still counts as a loss. I was, I was oh yeah, for sure. But they, I think now they can do. Like, remember, they did like Christian and TNA. So he's never been pinned. He's never been mm. tapped. Yes. You no, know, no one's beating him sing- in singles. So you can still run with that. But I do know what you mean, though. It is what two months now, and he's already taken a loss. But I, I still think he's protected because how good the match was. I just, I just assume that's why he threw Christian in here was to. For him to take the pin, and then he can still keep the Jungle Boy looking strong because he's getting the rub mm. off being in matches with Young Box and Adam Cole. But, but I love I, my favorite thing about this match was the Jungle Boy story, how he went from the beginning he didn't want to hit somebody the concerto to the end. He, Christian got him in his head that yes, you need to do this, and then that's how he won the match by doing the concerto. And they please sell it for longer than two oh. days though. Yeah, that pissed me off. I like, I really like Adam Cole, but that did piss me off. <laughs> He's on fucking rampage, having like a twenty-minute match later on, like with John Silver. Like, oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I say this was a lot of fun. Lucha Source was very impressive. He looked like a monster, but then he was still doing all his flippy stuff as well. It's probably one of the first times I've seen him like mm. not really fuck up a move, not put anyone at risk. Mm-hmm. He looks good in all his spots and transitions, and. I just thought it was a really good match. I didn't think I'd been enjoying it as much because I think the feud hasn't been that great or the build-up. And I think because it's been more centred around Jungle Boy and Adam Cole, so I was like, oh, do we really need the other two uh, tag teams involved? But it was a good match, I thought. However, Christian was going to turn heel at the end. I thought he was going to... Yes, that I thought. Yeah. <laughs> That's not exactly the same. And I was really surprised when it did that. I was like, oh, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. But no, good match. I was really surprised how good it was, to be honest, because I thought... It's a street fight. These lot are just going to sort of just do some high spots, but Matt Jackson's elbow drop. That was gorgeous. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, I've got no complaints about this match. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling, Sammy Callahan. And you're listening to Broken But Glorious. So we started the pay per view with four 20 minute plus top notch mm. matches, and I was exhausted by this point. And I didn't need a pointless tag team match between Malachi Black and Jordan, Cody and Pac. I think this could have been cut. They could have made the pay per view three hours. It, it did not need to be on, t- on pay per view. I'm sorry. No. The build just has, it's been a bit overplayed, but 
the match itself wasn't particularly great, and it just did not. It was not long win. as well. It was close yeah. to twenty, another twenty-minute match. I was like, why? If if Cody, if Cody wasn't in this match, <laughs> we couldn't get anywhere near. It was another mid, another mid card face with Pack against them too. That would headline. Cody was like, "Oh, I wasn't on the last pay per view. Let me be on this one again, please." And don't have your match with Malachi Black. Two or three weeks ago, I have it on the pay per view, and then you'd give Malachi Black his first loss. Yeah, well, yeah on the pay per view. Just had to fucking beat him, didn't he? But I, 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 I do like Cody. Like, he's talented. He mm. is good at promos when he's not rambling on about racism or America and just mm. random crap. Like, if, if you just need someone, this is one of those times where you need a Vince McMahon. You need that filter. Mm-hmm. Like, freedom's not always the best thing to have as a talent. Cody's proof of that, I'm sorry. Like, his entrance fucks me off. Arn Anderson being away with TV fucks me off. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just annoying you how the faces come out one side, the heels come out one side, and Cody comes through the middle every time. <laughs> yeah. What's that, what's that and his entrance. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he, had to, he had to delete his oh, Twitter account because of all the abuse. He, was, oh, he wasn't getting abuse, he was getting tagged in lots of. Oh, what did it say? There's a picture that oh, says, the cr- the oh, c- Cody Souls Racism or something. I can't remember what it said. <laughs> it's wrong, said yeah. And he's deactivated his Twitter. I, don't yeah. th- I think he did actually put it last week. He's coming off Twitter, but he has yeah, he come did. off Twitter before, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's a Cody, I-, I think Cody's great. I've always got a soft spot for him from WWE. He's one of my mm-hmm. boys back then. But I just think enough's enough. Like You either need to turn hill or just go more tween or something because this, you being golden boy, and representing the roles and having a dream <laughs> and solving racism and doing everything that you can, it's just not working, my man. I can, uh, he'll, he'll be a, he's a, he'll be an amazing deluded heel who thinks he's doing everything right, but at the moment he's being a deluded face, which doesn't That's work. That's not a bad shout. Yeah, like, a bit like, I don't know, like Kurt Angle in 2000. Mm-hmm. Or like, when he was in Ring of Honor, he was great as the heel, like the heel champion. Oh, he's, all his indie work, it's only his last 18 months have been a bit like, the pandemic's one of the worst things to happen to Cody Rhodes, in my opinion. Yeah. And that neck tattoo as well. He's, he has become quite really annoying. <laughs> yeah, I, do, just, I do try to defend him on social media. Mm. But I, try, I read, I'm up, like, try my hardest not to jump on barren wagons, but I do generally understand why people have had enough of him. Mm-hmm. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I've just found it. On Busted Open Radio last week, he claimed that he'll be leaving Twitter due to the amount of sniping and negativity on the move his entire social media over to Instagram. Do you remember that tweet where someone goes, oh, I can't remember how it starts off, but it's just like, yeah, Cody, you're my favourite mid-carder. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's the way he just did it. Like, I don't know what the account's name. Mm. If you search on Twitter, you'll find it. Yeah. I think Cody comes from that. It's just so funny. But yeah, the match itself, um, I didn't really care for it, to be honest. As we both have agreed, it could have been on TV. You could have promoted it as a main event for Dynamite or Rampage or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like Cody and Black feuding still it's just nah it's done now I'm done with it I'd say Malachi Black's is one of, is possibly my favourite current wrestler I still didn't care for this match I just when I saw it was four hours and then they just they added a match I was like why are you adding matches to someone that's four hours long three hours is three hours is a perfect pay-per-view length mm-hmm. they got rid of this match and then cut it Keep the first match and the main events the same length, but cut five minutes out of every other match. I think it would have made the whole pay per view just flow yeah, better. Yeah, no, I agree. You could have literally had, I don't know, an interview promoting another match, 
give more time to the next match that we are going to talk about, the women's match. Yes. Was so affected because of its uh, placement on the card. They tried so hard, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But I just mm-hmm. feel, Andrade just feels a bit lost, in my opinion, in AEW at the moment. Like, they are trying to make him out to be a star, but I just, I don't know. It's, I don't, I mean, to me personally, from what I see online and talking to people, it just doesn't seem to be clicking at the moment. Yeah, definitely. I can't, I, f- I feel, I don't know. I don't want them to introduce another title, but it seems to be, TNT title doesn't seem to be like an, like an intercontinental title. It feels like, that's the low. TV title. A TV title. They need a upper mid card title for all this people mm. who, who in any other company would be main events. So you know what's what I, I do believe that like, more people should be going for the TV title, not just one person per feud. Mm-hmm. You know, like in Continental, you have a bit more. You know, you'd have a lot more people fight for it. Like I don't know. If, you have like Benoit and Jericho and Guerrero and yeah, I, I don't understand why they put it on. Sammy, because he's already in a feud with the American top team, so why put oh, a title on him that he can't... I can't wait to rip that apart in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> it makes makes no sense Breaking to take off Miro, put it, put it on Sammy, who's already in a feud, but now he can't defend it, because he's in this feud. If you want yeah, to give it to Sammy, give it to him in a couple of months. Like, yeah. Sam, I like Sammy. I think, he's, I think he's talented, he's got charisma, another young guy. He did not need the fucking belt. Especially of Miro, who literally was doing up momentum, making the title special. His promos were great. I mean, I still don't enjoy his God's favourite promo, but I fucking love them. Yeah, just thinking of if you had a TNT title scene with Miro as a champion, but he's got Malachi Black after him, Andrade, Cody, Pack. Just then build the division around them five. That would be pretty good. Mm. Got sure. my attention now because at the moment I just I don't care for the title. I don't, sadly. But well, hopefully you, they can do something to change my mind. I think, yeah, and then you can throw like the four pillars and you've got, they've got yeah, you throw Jungle Boy in there as well and mm. MJF and Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy as well. So well, yeah, they are doing that. Jungle Boy is someone I genuinely think they're doing a fantastic job with. Mm-hmm. I don't think like the booking of uh, Jungle Boy is getting enough praise. He's one of the people who doesn't need to be able to do a 10-minute promo because he does everything so no, well. I, mean, I, mean, I, mean, I have heard some of his promos that, yeah, mm. I mean, that's not... He's <laughs> not part of his character. No. But he's so likeable. He, like, his matches are most like... Most of the time are very, very good. Mm-hmm. He's still young. He's got a good look. The fans love him. And it's one of the theme songs that Tony has purchased that yes. really works. Did you hear why he didn't... They don't use the final countdown for a merit for um Daniel. Oh, it's really expensive. They didn't they want like thirty thousand or twenty thousand every time they play it or something? Euro. Yeah, something stupid. <laughs> they couldn't buy it. Like, no, I, I, was like, I was like, look, I'm rich, but I'm not an idiot. <laughs> I, I can't stand, by the way, before we do talk about the next match, mm. uh, just because it's not on the card. Um, but I'm glad like he's getting help. But I do hate John Moxley. Uh, John Moxley's Wild Things song. I liked it when it was their tag team song. I think it kind of suited them, but I don't like it as his, his feet. We just kept coming out of it. I just like, yeah, I, don't, oh, I don't like it as his theme. I liked it as him, him and Eddie of the like Wild Thingies song. type of thing. I think it kind of suited the tag team, but I don't like it as his. I liked his original one, yes. or his original AEW theme. That's a really cool song. It's it is. simple, but it's badass. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, should we move on to the women's title match? So Britt Baker versus yeah, Ty Conti. Do it, let's do it. I, th- I think there was a lack of drama in this match, which did hurt it a bit, but I think this was a showcase for Ty Conti. Yeah. 
I think she she did brilliantly. We all, we all knew that she wasn't going to win it because I think the she's going to lose it to Thunder Rosa down the line. That's that's what they're building to. So and I think she was kind of the only woman who could go for it because all the other big names are in the TBS tournaments. Yeah, so she was kind of default number one contender. By but I think yeah, I think she did brilliant, and I really enjoyed this match. Thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially it picked up at the end. I did feel bad for him though because, um, as I mentioned earlier about the plates with the match, it was, um, at, it was after five twenty-minute matches. You're like, <sighs> yeah. I mean, the match itself was quite long. I think it was like twenty minutes or so. I, I could, be, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, or someone can, one listeners, yeah, comments or whatever. But um, I think it's close. I think, I, think, I think it's about eight. So it, was, it was close to. It was fifteen. It was fifteen minutes, but it was probably twenty with entrances. So I was going to say it might have been her best match. But I did really enjoy um, Britt against uh, Chris Satlander. That's probably my favourite match of the title reign. Mm-hmm. That's um, all out. I thought that was a really good match. Um, but Ty Conti looks good. She's... Well, it's a bit confusing why she didn't have Anna Jay and maybe even Thunder Rosa with her. And yeah, yeah. Jane to be honest, I do think we should just keep Thunder Rosa and Britt Baker far as away from each other yes. as we can. But I would confused why there was no Anna J. I mean, they weren't taken out before or anything. I mean, unless that happened in the pre-show, unless I missed it, but nothing no. was mentioned. No, Anna J. was out, was, was, she was out, she was out later, celebrating with the Dark Order and Adam Page. But yeah. So Maybe she was there. Do you reckon that's followed up on uh, <laughs> tomorrow, not tonight, whenever this is coming out? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. But yeah, no, that's no, a really good point you made though, mate. Yeah. Yeah, just uh, the first thing my my son said was like, "Where's her friends?" <laughs> Where's her friends? <laughs> well, the whole weekend it was them all in their pink gear all together, all, all over yeah. social media, and I was like, oh. "Oh, that match was so bad on Dynamite." Mm. I felt so bad, but it was it was like it was like it was Botchamania on that match. Yeah, not not Anna Jay Taikonti. Um, let me try this again. <laughs> not Taikonti and Britt Baker on the pay per view, but the actual six women's tag match mm-hmm. on Dynamite. It was so bad. <laughs> I thought so, I just felt bad for them all. Yeah, <laughs> it's it a shame because it was a fantastic episode of Dynamite. But I'm just going off a little bit. But yeah, good match. Taikonti looks strong. I wouldn't mind seeing the wrestle again. Um, I'll probably put it on Rampage. You know, do it as like match number two, and then proper build up as the match to watch on the show without coding taking up twenty minutes as well. Mm-hmm. If I was if I was in a dream situation, I would have had it be uh, Ruby Soho in a cage match against Britt Baker. That would have been my women's title match. Cause, so nobody could interfere. Ruby and I think we we haven't really disagreed a lot on this one, mate. But I just don't. I am not on the Ruby hype. I just think how the last one ended. They could, they could have made a, ca- a cage match. They could have justified a ch- cage match, but I, I don't think if they were going to b- bring her in and then push her that quick, I just think it was the wrong move. Mm-hmm. And for her to not have a tight match on, like on a pay per view, uh, it was a match that, let's be honest, it's been kind of forgotten about already. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think I can understand why people like Ruby. Uh, she's got a cool personality, great look, cool theme song. Um, you know, she's, she's already a name in WWE, but to me personally, I think in terms of in ring work, I'm just not really that impressed. I'm looking forward to see it, see more of her, cause in WWE we saw five minutes matches with her, but I'm hoping she'll get Yeah, it's a shame, cause were quite a fun little tag team, in my opinion. They I, were, I, yeah. I thought, yeah. They worked well together, they, they had chemistry, they were clearly friends in real life. 
And they all got the same tattoo when they became a tag team. It was like the dates oh, and stuff. I mean, I, I saw some dickheads ripping them, so I fuck off. I remember Aja Lee got her tattoo on the back of her neck when she won the first, first time she won the, um, not women's, it Divas back then, Divas Championship. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, I thought that's, oh, wow, that's really cool of you. Good on you. Cool. Now I'm guessing the match we're going to talk about next was your favourite match of the night. So, CM Punk versus Eddie Kingston. <laughs> 11 no. minutes. Amazing. <laughs> I did really like it though. I thought it was fantastic. First time I think I've used that word snub on probably the first time, but brilliant match. Completely different to anything else we've seen on the on the show. Brilliant match. But I'll let you run through it before I do. Well, I, I love the before the bell. It just spin spin punched him in the face and he was looked down. I was like, oh, that's amazing. And talking him that was great. I was like, oh. I liked um, CM Punk's attire. It was kind of like I may have failed in. UFC, but I can fight. Unless I'm reading too much into why he's wearing shorts. But <laughs> that's, that's the impression I, I got. I the shorts, by the way. I think, I think most people preferred them to the long tights that he was wearing. Oh, that, yeah, I think um, yeah. All out. And I think, I can't remember who else. I think it was another person. But yeah, I like the tights, but they look cool. I, th- I, th- I think he, yeah, I think I'll go trunks, shorts, and then tights as a very low. Third in his attire. <laughs> I don't think they suited him at all. Not a fan of this. I think he suits shorts, but that, I, I don't know why I was reading too much into it. Mm-hmm. Like, put putting his. Because people are like saying, oh, he wore shorts because he was trying to be John Cena. So I was like, well, why don't you just go full on wearing shorts if he wants oh, to do that? Bollocks. Yeah. That's bollocks. Uh, that's bollocks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because he did the taunt. He, now mm-hmm. like, no. They're actually mates as well. That's the funny thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I th- yeah, I, lo- I loved it. I think it was a simple story. We had an argument 15 years ago. You thought I was a loser. Let's mm-hmm. fight over it. And now you've come in where I've made a name for myself and mm-hmm. you've sort of taken my, my spotlight away. Yeah. Simple. And, no you. and it was, a, yeah, it was completely different to every other C and Punk match he's had. He's been like putting over the young talents. So now having like a grizzled veteran, old veteran who just wanted to fight is a, Eddie Kings at the moment he's on a good little run like yes. a match he had a match against Miro really good match a fantastic match against Daniel Bryan and he just had another fantastic match with CM Punk and I, I sort of found myself doubting Eddie Kings a little bit I just mm-hmm. thought he was just a good promo but in yeah. terms of his actual in-ring work I wasn't always completely sold but yeah definitely this year, especially working with Moxley like, I feel like yeah okay I can understand why people love him Like he's, he's just as a promo he is very very good so I don't think I'd seen him wrestle before before for AW because in and I'm sure he was a manager. I can't actually remember a match of his before AW, so I don't think I'd actually seen him like properly wrestle. Single sort of progress. Um, who is it? It's Chris Brooks. Um, I think the match ended in no contest. I believe mm. I could be completely wrong, mm. but yeah, no, that was a couple of years ago. But yeah, no, he's he's done well. Like, I think he had a good debut as well coming out when t- Cody was doing the TNT challenge. Um, back when people didn't mind Cody. <laughs> <laughs> um, this isn't a Cody bashing, by the way, for the listeners. I actually, I've said already, I don't actually mind him. Mm-hmm. I think he's very talented. I'm just sort of sick of his character at the moment. That's it. But anyway, <laughs> the match itself, brilliant. Good storytelling. Punk having blood on his face during the CM Punk motion. <laughs> the way Eddie Kingston sold the, uh, GTS at the end. Oh, and it's so good. Yes. Kingston refused to shake his hand. So <laughs> hopefully, that's a feud that I wouldn't mind seeing continuing. So if that means we get that feud extends, I'm all for it because the match is brilliant and I feel like them two have got a lot, they still got a lot to say left. Yeah, definitely. All right. So next we have the street fight 
Inner Circle oh. versus American <laughs> Top Team, Men of the Year, and Dan Lambert's Blue Tracksuit. So, I, if they were going to do this, I would have had this match. I would have swapped the team matches around because the first one was so fun. But I don't know. I think having this match, they shouldn't have had both of them on the same card. I think this one had more right to be on the card because there's a story going into it, a better story. But the other match was so much better. <laughs> that, that is spot on. I think this had a lot, a longer build, a lot more to it, more involved. I wouldn't say a better build because I hate the storyline <laughs> so much. But for the casual viewer, you yes, and what you said, yes, this did have more rights than the pay per view. But the aftermath for this, the first street fight with um, Superclick and Jungle Express and Christian was miles better than this. I did not like this. Well, I, th- I, I, thought, I didn't mind. I thought this was going to be like a complete like st- stadium stampede um, cinematic type of match. That's what, that's what I had in my head. I thought it was going to be something silly like that. But... Oh, I thought that too because of like Dan Lambert's um, inexperience and um, Junior uh, was Junior Dos Santos as well and the other guy, his mate. I forgot his guy's name. I'm not a massive MMA fan. I don't, yeah, I'm, saying, yeah. I'm not even going to pretend I am. Yeah, I'm saying I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, real real fighting is boring. <laughs> I know pay for that, so that helps. Real fighting's boring, did you say? Yeah. Or you'll be like, oh, I'd love to see you get in the octagon. Yeah, I don't want to be in the octagon. I just say, oh, I got a puncture and he couldn't do it, so yeah. <laughs> oh man, MMA fans are really funny. They're easy to wind up, but yeah, no, it's fair. Back to the match. Back to the match. Um. I'll let you run for it. <laughs> I want to. I want to go because if it was a proper fight, it? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not much the same. I'll say. I think if it was a real fight, they could have had Junior De Santos and Andre. Whatever his face was, batter um, people. I still would have called him Swagger. Yeah, um, just batter batter people for a couple of minutes because um, De Santos just looked like he was loving it. It's like this is the best time. He just smiled the whole match. I was like, oh, you're meant to be hard and grr. <laughs> it's, it's not, this, this is the, my favourite thing ever. Being a fan and being a tough motherfucker. Jericho, why did Jericho win with the Wars of Jericho? That's what they've been building to for weeks. And then he wins with a frog splash. I was like, I know. Because I know, I it's the end of the 60th anniversary. Yeah, uh, makes no sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, because I think it didn't, if they sort of I know what you mean. Like, I, I'm trying to say it about like I, I think because I'm that, a diehard. If, if, if that if that was the it, if the build wasn't, we're gonna make you tap in the walls of Jericho. Jericho. I don't know if it was just a silly match. It was had, silly. Should have should should have had us, and they just had this really serious ending. I, was like, oh. I, 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 I didn't hate it. Him. I think it's time to call it a day at the inner circle because I feel like Sammy, <laughs> Santana, and Ortiz. Would all benefit on their own, in my opinion. I think yeah, I think, they've, I think they've outgrown. I think they've, they've, yeah, they've, I mean, got, they've, the got, they've got the rub off um, Jericho. Yeah, I'll mention him just before we talk about the last match, but mm-hmm. I feel like the fact that they come out with Jericho's theme song, he's always in the spotlight. He's mm-hmm. one cutting the promos. Santana or Tears, and just being in the background or afterthoughts, it's just criminal, in my opinion. I think they are superb. They've oh, got amazing. a great look. They are amazing. I really like them. And they, especially Santana, he's so good at promos. And Ortiz has got more serious now. But I love the face paint. You know, I'd love to see them against Lucha Bros. Oh. I don't know who you'd turn heel if that'd be a tough one. But yeah, no. I like, I like, I like, I like them. I like them as heel. 
Oh. I liked it when it came in. That was pretty sick. That yeah. was, um, oh, was it the ladder match? That ladder match was insane. Young Bucks and Lucha Bros. And it's just like the debut of Proud and Powerful. Like that theme song as well was so good. <laughs> then it'd be me. Oh, fuck you guys. But yeah, I, mean, I just, I just don't care for Jericho anymore. I'm fed up of him. And this is someone who actually considers Jericho to be in the top five of all time. Mm-hmm. But I think he's become a parody of himself. The few, yeah, I keep, like, the I keep thinking he's going to leave for a couple of months. This- you think he's going to leave and do a fossil tour? Twitter, mate. Like, I, I miss when Jericho used to go on long breaks. Like, mm-hmm. I generally miss Fozzie. Can Fozzie not go on a world tour? Like, <laughs> him, I mean, he performed in COVID during, like, mm-hmm. at peak time, so what's stopping him now? No, no idea. I'm just dumb with it, man. Like, I don't want to go to the rank, cause, but at the same time, I think the fans do sing his song. He does get a reaction. Maybe he's doing good numbers when each time he's on TV. I don't get into the ratings. That's not for me. I'm I'm not with that conversation. Not going to be happening because I've muted the words key demo. I think it's eighteen to (laughs) forty-nine demo graphic. (laughs) Muting them all on Twitter, man. But yeah, no, the match itself, I don't care for it. I want the feud to end, and I want Sammy Santana and Ortiz going their way. Yes, the bombs cool, and that's all I've got to say. I just didn't like it. Yeah, I, I like the man of the year as a team as well. I think they prefer ego more. And like, I think Scorpio's just like a bit of a dry lunch. Like, just I think egos could really be like a big start. I just think he's sort of always going to be compared to like MGF, and even though yeah. they are completely different in some mm-hmm. aspects. Like egos, like you know, Ethan Page is actually a massive nerd, but like, in real yes. life, like loves his. You know, comics and figure collecting and Power Rangers and blah, 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 blah. But I just think he's a really good promo. Mm. Yes. He's, he's, great. he's good in the ring. But I just think Scorpio Sky is like, just, he's another one. Like, I see people like, oh, he should be world champion. Like, well, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I want to put him a world champion, but I think he'd be, he'd be a good hand to have in like the. He's a good hand. Of- oh, for sure, mate. I'm not saying he's terrible at all. Far mm. from that. But I just don't, I don't see anything special. That's, that's what I mean. Yeah. Okay, then we had oh, Tony Schiavone introducing the new AEW star. <laughs> I love this side, but just not a big fan of Jay Lethal, especially since he got called out in the speaker art movements. Oh, yeah, I mean, we're not going to go. We won't I'm not, I'm, I don't want to go into it, but, but yeah. But, nah, nah. He seems to be there because I mean, he's the clicks, the super elites friend. They like him doing the match yeah, impressions. Yeah, he's, he's, he's known them for years. He's the mm-hmm. them. I think. I, I, I put it on my Twitter. I just think best way to sum up because I know you don't want to talk about segments too much, and I'm not really that bothered. I just said the only time I found Jay Lethal entertaining was when he's impersonating the wrestler. Yeah, that's. I mean, if you want to tell me I'm wrong, that's fine. It's your opinion, but honestly, I just think he's fucking boring. I really yeah. do. And I thought Out of everyone ROH released, this is the least exciting signing they could have made. I think this should have been John. Oh wait, like, oh, who, who's it been? No, they've, they've done quite well the signings lately. Jay Lethal. I think it should have been Jonathan Gresham. I think he's amazing. But then he could have had Bandido, Dalton Castle, Dan Housen. Imagine the pop of Dan Housen came out and challenged Sammy Guevara. Oh, oh my God. Uh, Brody, Dan Housen. Yeah. Brody, Brody, <laughs> Brody King came Brody in. King. Came in, oh, t- teed with Malachi Black. Yeah. <sighs> I think, oh yeah, the PWG, the, no, let me try that again, PWG, yes, yeah, it's still, hey. um, yeah, if you got, from a British point of view, we could have had Joe Hendry or Mark Haskins, so, um, even yeah, there, yeah, just like, it's just like, oh, 
a little bit of Sasha Moss challenging Britt Baker would have popped me. I think just, oh, just I don't know. I think she'd get over certain crowds, but then other crowds would just die a death because I because mean, <laughs> I've, I've seen like her entrances live great when the yeah. bell rings. Like, everyone's just like, oh, this isn't as fun. She's, I think she's got great gimmick though. She's cool. Yeah, she, I think she's fun. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> it's the least, the least, the least exciting side of Nicola Bruce House, I think. Also, if they yeah, break. I mean, just, you've got like literally like a whole roster of guys. Jay Lethal's been around forever. He has. This isn't yes. exactly new or exciting, is it? No. I would have gone Brody King as well. I think he's quality. He's got a great look. He's good in the ring. Yeah, he's fun. I was actually expecting like fucking my skull or something. Oh. <laughs> he's what well, he's based back. You know, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll change the subject. But yeah, he's. I, I was. I was he wrestling Puerto Rico or something. Whoop, whoop. I was like, oh my god, they would actually do that as well. No, I think I'd stop watching if my skull came out. So, oh. <laughs> This is Royce ISAAC dollar sign one half of the wild cards, and you are listening to Broken but Glorious. AW World Champion Kenny Omega versus Hangman Page. I don't think there was another choice they could have done. Thankfully, they pulled the trigger at the right time. Hangman Page is the champion. And Omega wrestled this match with an injured shoulder as well. I was like, what? How do you do things? You know what? Chef's kiss to this match. Loved it. It was phenomenal brilliant had everything a wrestler match should have and more and they've, they've saved kicking out of the one with angel as well for later down the road so they don't have to do everything yep. in one match which is i was really happy about wait didn't Al, didn't fucking alan angel kick out of it on dynamite once did oh no they wouldn't do that would they i'm sure he has i remember <laughs> kicked off. i'm gonna google quickly just give me <laughs> <laughs> Give me ten seconds. I'm gonna keep this recording. Don't edit this out. Angel, can it remember? Alan Angels. I always forget this nest at the end. <laughs> Hold on. No, I am wrong. Sorry. It's the fact that the match was competitive when Alan Angels was basically a jobber at the time. Yeah. Or was I wrong? I'm gonna... sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but I think no, he kicked out the V trigger. That's it. <laughs> I was thinking that. Like, I was like, they're not that stupid. It's, it's like it's not raw. No. <laughs> I think these two guys can have a better match as well. I think they can pull go up to another gear, but this is a perfect ending to the two and a half year story of him saying, I will be the first AEW champion. So now I think yeah. I've heard a lot of people say this, but I was I was absolutely more content with the match. I've been sometimes like less is better. Like, I'm not saying <laughs> it's a wrong opinion. I feel like sometimes that, that can make a match better. But I do believe as well, like just Little bits in the match. I think with uh, Matt Jackson coming out, you know, oh, giving the bit. nod to Handman, that was brilliant. <laughs> Love that. Um, Don Callis interfering, uh, basically the ref getting the, um, just what is his fucking finishing? I'm so ashamed for not knowing that. Uh, look, Buckshot Lariat, that's yes. it. I mean, that's one of the best finishes in all the best. Uh, I think I tweeted that out as well. I mean, the fact that he finally landed it, did it twice, crowd amazing. Pure emotion. I mean, the, how good was the intro as well? Oh, yeah, I loved it. Where's what? Well, was... Had him on the horse. Mm. I think it's um, the horse he rode at for first all out. No, it wasn't. First double or nothing. He came out to be as Hunter Horse Helmsley. This is for horse. Oh, that, God. I mean, that, if, he, if he said that, that horse recently died. So it was like a nice tribute to that horse, I think. But. Yeah, I love that game. Yeah, how can, how can you not like Hangman Page? By the way, just as a wrestling fan, I'm not talking about like in terms of like his in ring work, but as a person, 
Like, there's nothing bad that comes out of him. Every interview he does, he just comes as a genuinely cross, like, as a nice guy. I mean, I'll be gutted if anything bad comes out about him, but mm-hmm. he's just, for me personally, he's like one of the best baby faces in wrestling right now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, yeah, I, just, I loved how he, yeah. The, I loved the, the arc of he's overcome his drinking problem and I've won this championship. I was getting a bit fed up with that, the drinking stuff. I think I didn't mind when he was having like a few drinks with like during the matches. That's quite mm. funny. Yeah. But then they sort of made it a bit of a storyline. It was just a bit, mm, not, this is, I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. So Tony Khan said that this is the end of how, where he planned. He planned the first four champions. He planned Jericho, Moxley, Menega, Page. Where do you think he should take? The championship next. Who should take it off page? Maybe who should, who should be the next like two or three? Man. It, it, I think it's all about long term build. I think it's just going to be. I think. I think the first question is how long do you keep the belt on page? I think he's going to have to have competition. I think you've got you got Black Andrade, Miro. It's all people after Daniel Bryan feuds mm-hmm. with Hangman Page, but I can't give you an answer to one. I think Adam Cole might be a good answer because I think Kenny Omega is going to take a long break. He absolutely deserves it. I think. I, 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 I'm thinking Adam Cole. I think, I think Adam Cole and maybe Daniel Bryan or CM Punk takes off Adam Cole and then MJF takes off the legends. That's how I'll do it. But there's so many options right now in AEW. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think it's just a paper for you sort of way to end. I'm just a bit worried. I think like I addressed it earlier after talking about Miro and, and Daniel Bryan. There's going to be so many listeners pissed off that I keep calling Daniel Bryan. <laughs> 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 Fuck off, right? 11 years in WWE. What, what are you doing? Anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like I just worry. Please do not turn him heel. I don't mind babyface versus babyface, mm-hmm. and then your Brian gets his first loss because someone interferes and costs the match. Moxley comes back, interferes, and then we get Moxley Daniel Bryan feud. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's that, that's fine to me. Um, I'm just a bit worried that we're gonna get too many cheesy dark order segments with Hangman Page now. Yeah. I did like it when he pushed away the beer and then just went into the big hug. I thought it was a great, quite, quite a fun moment at the end. <laughs> oh, I was just like, oh, no, 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 don't become a drunken. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a really, really good match. I think now that I'm talking about it now, I, I'm pretty going to say that was my match tonight. I thought it was absolutely superb, just from start to finish, good mm. build. White man won. I was a bit worried about that. I found myself generally cheering. I avoided spoilers because I watched it the day after. Yes, that's and, all. I, that's the know. only. That's the only going into. That's the only one I knew the results of because I got spoiled as soon as I woke up. Ah, sorry, my man. But yeah, no. Yeah, it was perfect. Was it? Yeah, I was. I was afraid it was going to be like a forty-five minutes thing, and, and then Kenny Omega like yeah, low blows him, and then like the, the buckshot Larry and so. Yeah, so twenty-five minutes was yeah, perfect lamps, I think. Fantastic. I mean, I, I think it is generally a match of the year contender. It's not my personal match of the year. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say Young Bucks against Lucha Bros in the cage Ooh, match yeah. at All Out. Like, oh, that match. I can, I've watched it two or three times already. Brilliant, brilliant. But we're not talking about that match. <laughs> overall, I'm in match. So, what are your overall thoughts on the show then? Just... Uh, I thought it was a pretty solid show, to be honest. Um, I think it could have removed maybe one or two matches, the tag match and the street fight. But it's, well, when, we, when, we, actually, when we were previewing last week, I was thinking eight matches was too many. The tag match just was not needed. The crowd went into it. You could have put that on dynamite for fuck's sake. 
I just I just think the order was a bit rough. But I, I would have kept the opening match and the main events, obviously. But maybe swapped Daniel, uh, Brian Danielson and CM Punk. Probably would have put the women's match after the opener. Yeah. And then the tag match because the finish wasn't very good. And then you can give the fans a little breather once they've had that finisher. You know, just it, it's not to say it was a bad show at all. It was just sort of the placement of some matches could have just, you know, jigsawed it a little bit. Exhausted. Exhausted by the end of the six months. I was just like this. Because the matches are so good. I, couldn't, I didn't pick up my phone or anything. So I was just watching. In the case. I think I think that for for for, <laughs> what's it? Yeah, for twenty plus ma- minute matches in a row is too much. So, yeah, so. I mean I love, love my wrestling. I know you do as well, mm-hmm. but I think there's times just need, especially when you're watching it live. Well, not live, but in one sitting, you know. You, yeah, we had to have a break. <laughs> we had a half hour break. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I was able to watch it, but I think by the women's match, I think because I was so comfortable and I didn't necessarily want to move, but I was a bit drained. I was like, oh, I didn't help. I was a little bit hungover. But yes. yeah. But yeah, that was, I, I mean, I've actually rewatched um, two or three matches from the show. If you can guess which ones, they're going to be obvious. Yes. It'll be the main event, the opener. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, nah, man, Jack. No, I was going to say, Jack. <laughs> I can't even lie to myself. No. Yeah, Punk and Eddie Kingston. I thought that was brilliant yes, as well. So they're, they're probably my favourite three matches. No real bad matches other than the street fight, the Jericho one. I just mm-hmm. didn't really enjoy it, but I can understand if people did like it. Everyone's different, you know. It had the, it had the payoff. Dan Lambert gets, you know, gets Eddie Guerrero tribute frog splashed. So yeah, everyone goes home happy. But I'll give it a solid B plus as a show. Maybe A minus, maybe. Yeah, I, th- I think they could have. Easily made this three hours long. Get rid of the tag match, random tag match in the middle. Cut five minutes off mm. all the the middle. Sh- the, yeah, keep keep the opening and the main events as long as they are because they're both perfect. But cut mm-hmm. five minutes off everything else. I think. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I agree. I I, I don't disagree at all, mate. I think I still think all out was that was four that, that that was four hours long, but it didn't feel four hours long. This felt that flew by. That is probably still my favourite. Pay per view of the year, all that. Yeah, that was a genuine special show. I think that's up there with. Can't remember saying this like on record, but it's probably up there with like WrestleMania 17, mm. in my opinion. Yes, love WrestleMania 17. Great <laughs> thing to say. I mean, I'm, I've always got the unpopular opinion of I, I think WrestleMania 19 is better. Yeah, <laughs> but it, we should have a WrestleMania conversation one day. But we're here to talk about all out. No, we're not. We're here to talk about <laughs> AEW, Four Gear, and we've given our review. Before we go, do you want to let the listeners know what's coming up on your podcast in the near future? Then remind them where they can find the show. Yeah, mate. So I have a couple of interviews coming up this month, uh, including Stephen Bell, who is an author of the upcoming book, The Davy Boy and Dynamite Kid. Oh, amazing. Which should be good. So that'll be probably out on Friday, actually. Uh, Amy Crimson, uh, a top female international talent. That should be happening this week. Everything goes well. Next week, I'll be taking a bit of a break. Um, just, I'm going to wait for the weekend as well. Oh, so I should, just, but I should still have content uh, coming out this week uh, from previous interviews. So you can still find me on Spotify podcast apps um anchor as well you can find me on there just search what do you call it question mark podcast and you can find me on all over youtube a lot of my content's out there i'm on twitter mm-hmm. bookermania 89 booker is spelt b-u-k-a 
A, not B, double O, K E R, as <laughs> most people assume. Nothing wrong with that, because Booker T is a legend. Well, was, because he just talks absolute shit. <laughs> um, mate, some of the stuff he comes out with, fuck my life. But yeah, so I've got, I've, I'm going to be a bit busy. I've got an interview with Matt Vertigo as well. Oh, that's be coming out. So he's pretty cool. Uh, upcoming wrestling in America. Um, to be honest, I've sort of calmed down a little bit with some of the interviews because I was sort of doing the two major during the week. So just taking a little bit of breaks. We come up to Christmas. I'm going away this weekend. Um, but yeah, no, but back after next week, I will resume my schedule and I'll have a lot more content out for the listeners. Brilliant. <laughs> yeah. In the early lockdown, I think I was doing two or three interviews a week and I had to take like a month off because I just, I was like, when am I going to have a time to release all this stuff? I don't think people realize, man, like how draining it is. Like you got to record it, then you got to upload it, then you got to render it, you got to edit it, then yeah. you got to publish it, then you got to promote it, then you got to type it up. Like it's not fucking easy, especially if, you know, if you're working in between or got a life or a family or friends or whatever. Yeah. We do it because we, we do it because we love it. Yes. People, I think sometimes wrestlers just think, you know, we, this is really easy for us to do as well. But, it, you know, I'm not saying like we can compare to what we do to what wrestlers do, but I'm just saying there, there is a lot more into podcasting than a lot of people think. It's not just picking up a microphone and recording it and then putting it out. Nobody wants, nobody wants yep. to listen to you go, you have to cut all them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's it, man. I think that, that's why, like, the podcast community, especially the wrestling community, is great. Oh, we all try and help each other out. You know, you've reached out to me, and obviously, I was more than happy to come on here as well. So you're part of the you know, part of the Johnners Network, are you? Yeah, boy. Shout out to Johnners Network. Yes, me and Nick were on it. Which one? We did a WrestleMania eight review. Is that eight or nine? Can't remember which one it was. You're doing it. We did. We well, did it ooh, last year. I think. Was it, it was it was in the run up to WrestleMania in 2020, I think. So it wasn't mm-hmm. 19, but yeah, I can't remember. It was trying to be 9. It was one of the early ones. Nick had never seen it before because he's only like 25 or something. So he never, <laughs> but it was like my first oh, ever. So you, you made him watch WrestleMania 9. That is fucking torture, mate. I, I, I mean, can't I can't remember I WrestleMania 8. I think it was WrestleMania 8. Oh, WrestleMania, that's not too bad because you've got Brett Piper and you've got Savage and Flair and yes. you've also got, um, a really fun but random, like, Tito Santana against Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels has a good opener. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's not a bad match. It's like Jake Taker's not that bad, even though Jake, like Jake's like, I'm on my way out because I want to become an agent. Plus, I love crack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to spin uh, yes. the wheel, make the deal. <laughs> yeah, so it's still, still my favorite WrestleMania. Probably because it was my first WrestleMania. Really? Yeah. Wait, WrestleMania 8 your favorite WrestleMania of all time? Yeah, I think so. I think maybe because it was my was first. Was it the one that you got the most soft spot for? I think that's that's more. Yeah, matching my favorite wrestler of all time. So he wins the championship. It was my first ever. Like, f- first ever. I'm sorry. You want to show some of my storytelling mm-hmm. with like only like a few weeks build? Fuck me, that primer before as well, and just oh, Piper like doesn't get that's a match. Was it? The, oh, Piper after that doesn't really have many good matches after it. No, I can't see. And I, I, I kind of like the. Gold dust could bark and block brawl, but that's not a match. Yeah, but you can't call that a match. I mean, that's, no. a, that's a great match. I mean, you can, you can't, but I'm just being picky. I mean, Piper to me is from the greatest of all time. <laughs> no, I actually got to meet him like a year before he died, so I, oh, I do love him. I'm just yeah. talking about technically. No, he's a match. match a lot of his matches were just like, just killing time and 
smoking mirrors, basically. But yeah, no, WrestleMania 8 is a fun show, besides definitely. the main event, which is fucking toilet. No, definitely. <laughs> All right. Nice one, Papa Shango. Cool. So if you enjoy our show, follow us on Twitter. It's BBT Wrestling, and our website is bbtwrestling.com. And it's good nice from me and George. Adios, people. Thank you, Hammy. Also, Lance. All is at the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next week for our Survivor Series review. Good night. Nice.